Welcome to the Fans of Fitness Podcast, a voice for fitness, health, and wellness professionals. The National Personal Training Institute of Arizona. Legit instructors teaching you. Yeah, enough of those bad reps. The good quality trainers that come out of the school. Let's get into it. Emily. Hello. Former National Personal Training Institute of Arizona graduate and now current instructor for PNF Stretching. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. How have you been? I've been good, you know, trying to stay busy. Yeah. Um, always trying to look for more opportunities. So, yeah, getting started on, you know, trying to build a career, you know. Yeah, that's the fun That's the fun part, getting started. Exactly. You yeah. Got to start from ground zero. Yeah, everybody does. You graduated, what, a, a year now ago? Yeah, uh, December of 22 is when I my last term was. Yeah, just over a year. Mm-hmm. What's been happening since then besides um, uh, becoming an instructor? So I started at EOS um, as a personal trainer. Um, shortly after, I became an instructor for NPTI for PNF stretching, which that was really fun. Um, on the side, I've been doing uh, PNF stretching with like independent clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually just stretch them at their houses. Um, that seems to be the best way to go. And then uh, let's see, what else am I doing? I. Uh, recently just got a job at a chiropractor, or not a chiropractor, a physical therapy place. And so I'm kind of excited to start that. Um, since I've been, you know, kind of using my PNF stretching skills at EOS on my clients, I've kind of become the mobility uh, girl at EOS. And so it, I, it's kind of led me down the path of like rehabilitation and I've kind of really enjoyed it a lot. Um, kind of having like a set thing in front of me that kind of needs to be worked on and figuring out, uh, you know, how the muscles can affect that area. So I decided to kind of dive a little bit deeper into it. And uh, that's why I decided to go get a job at a physical therapy place too. And I have, um, now I, I want kind of want to go back to school and get a degree into kinesiology. So that's kind of where this path has kind of led me to. And during all of this, I also took a Sky Lengthless, uh, yes. uh, NP, or what is it called? Uh, NKT. Yeah, NKT, Neurokinetic Therapy uh, Certification class. And so I have been building up my case studies for that as well. And uh, eventually I need to contact her about turning those in so that way I can actually do my, PN, or my uh, NKT in front of her and like actually get certified. Because yeah. right now I only have like a certification of attendance. So. Right. It's not like official yet, but it's still something that I'm working towards. So, you know, I've just really been focusing on learning more and because uh, I feel like there's a lot of value in knowing a lot of stuff. In education, yeah. Exa- yeah, in education. Yeah, I, like every week one of every term I say never stop learning. Mm-hmm. And that's what was told to me the first term that I that I uh, was in with uh, MPTI in, in Portland. And that's just stuck with me. You can't just rest on, hey, I've got a certification. You have to continually learn. And, and by learning, sometimes you're going to find that, hey, this is something I didn't know I would like that I like. Yeah. And, and now your you're, you're road of travel just completely changes. Let's say, you, I just want to be a personal trainer, but then you're exposed to something like PNF stretching, which is proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation. That's why we say PNF. So <laughs> it's a word salad. But does just being exp- you, Sorry, I was going to say, it does make you sound smart when you say <laughs> it, it, does. Though. So. Well, you don't know what PNF stands for? I thought everybody did. Well, right. let me tell you. Let me tell you. And then they're you. even more confused. Like, I don't know what the, any of that means. Mm-hmm. But just uh, incorporating that into into our program and our school, 
allows people to have an, yet another tool. And sometimes that leads people to, hey, I just want to work on mobility and flexibility with, with people because a lot of people need that. And maybe instead of just doing like personal training in, in the way that most people view that, maybe they're, they want to go off kind of like what you're doing. You know, you went from, from graduating the program to, to take an NKT, and, and now you're trying to get certified in that. And mm-hmm. NKT, you know, we had Sky in here a few months back, so that's neurokinetic therapy like you were saying. It's just another tool. Yeah. Yet another tool that we can use to help help improve our clients' mobility, flexibility, performance, and, and pain. Because ultimately, there's a lot of things that people have, the chronic pains and whatnot, um, that can be remedied by NKT. So you're getting a really good tool belt, a good set, set skills that are going to really help clients. I mean, we can help them as graduates out of the program right away. I mean, you know, with the hands-on education everybody gets in nutrition, program design, fitness business, kettlebell certs, suspension, PNF, practical experience in the gym. It's really NASM, a great thing, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're just adding way more tools to what you already have, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I think what a lot of people don't understand that as a personal trainer, it doesn't mean you're going to be stuck in a box gym. There's so many different avenues, like you going to a, a PT office, physical therapist office. That's mm-hmm. another place where we can go. We have a set of skills that, that they need because they're not going to be working people out. They have multiple people that are working with all the time and then having somebody come in that has the skills and knows exercise and knows movement, knows biomechanics, kinesiology. They can help with their clients as they, you know, they're there to get get help. So, Yeah, they were cool. really excited that I had experience in the uh, personal training world because they really felt like that added to their practice. So I was like, great, then it's better than having somebody who, you know, just wants to have a job. Yeah. And is actually, I'm actually like interested in wanting to learn a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So it's been fun. I'm excited to start on that journey. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. excited for you. Want to hear yeah. about it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll tell you all about it once it happens. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we can't talk about it too much. So what's your experience at EOS been like? Um, it's been fun. You know, um, I have been using this time to really, like, organize myself as a personal trainer and kind of uh, learn what works best for me and what doesn't. So... I like it in that aspect where it provides that uh, kind of relief of stress of having to figure out like contracts and, you know, building like a, or learning how to really build a program for uh, uh, somebody. And so it kind of slows down that process and takes off the pressure of the independent side mm-hmm. and kind of just allows you to kind of organize yourself and figure out what am I doing here, right? Yeah. Instead of just like jumping right into it. And that's kind of like the what I kind of have taken away from it and what I've tried to like be like, okay, this is what I'm here to do. This is what I'm here to learn. Um, and some of the some of the downsides that I don't really like is like selling supplements because sometimes I feel like there's other products outward or other places that, you know, have better ingredients in them. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, in school we got taught about all kinds of ingredients, the good and the bad. And so that was like drilled into my brain. And now even in my own life, I'm like, no, that's processed. I can't eat that. Right. You know? And so, and so like, I feel like there's just sometimes better, um, um, better products out there that I could suggest instead. Um, but you know, it's been, it's been great there, uh, just learning. And so I kind of just take it as a grain of salt and just, um, a stepping stone in yeah. my in my career. Right. Yeah. So and um, you know, and you're always gonna be as good as your leader there 
And so if you have a good leader, you're going to excel in that place. But then if you don't have a great leader, it's going to affect everybody. And so, you know, sometimes management really matters. Yeah, it, it does 100% matter. And, you know, I hear from, I'm not just going to pick on any specific specific place, but there are places where some of our graduates have gone that say management's terrible and it made a bad, it gave them a bad taste for for that facility or that for for that job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got lucky when I graduated. I went to 24-hour fitness and my first uh, fitness manager's name was Derek Gleason. Um, fantastic. It was, it was, it's exactly what I needed at that point because he's like, Hey, you know, they, he knew that I came out of the program. So he's like, he hired me within five minutes of being there for the interview. (laughs) I'm like, cool. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it was just, he, he continued to, to teach me some things along the way that I hadn't learned when it comes to like business, you know, what, how a, a commercial box gym, like 24 hour fitness operates. So I learned a ton of business. Uh, he, he had, um, you know, specific ways that he talked to people that I wouldn't have done it that way. But since he's like, Hey, this is how I would, I would phrase this. We want to be careful of saying these different words and not just for sales, but for better communication with people. Mm -hmm. So we would do role playing and I hated it. Oh yeah. It would just be like on the spot. He's like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm just walking the floor. Hey, come here. Let's do role playing. I'm like, Oh no. Eat this so much. Okay, anyway. I guess that's a thing everywhere. I yeah. was like, why are we role playing yeah. right now? And I was so uncomfortable. I, 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 just, <laughs> I couldn't help but to laugh. I'm like, all right, what kind of question are you going to ask me? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, this is what I would say. And, and it it just varied. Sometimes you would talk about sales and give me like a sales uh, pitch, and then I would have to, to respond to that. Or he would make me do a sales pitch to mm-hmm. him. And, yeah. Yeah, they would always like – uh, encourage us to like try to get upgrades and be like, okay, so how are you going to say it? You're going to say it like this, you're going to say it like that. And they're like, well, you could go about it in this direction. And you know, you, sometimes they would be very helpful where it's like, this person could actually use, uh, like be in the gym a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of nice because uh, learning how to pitch and sell and everything kind of just means more money in your own pocket. And I'm like, I'm always game for that. Yeah. You know, especially too, if it means it's helping somebody else and why not? Um, but we did have a really bad GM recently and our entire sales team quit and then that hurt us personal trainers a yeah. lot. And it wasn't great that it happened during like the holidays either. It's like, you're really screwing everybody right now. Oh man. As he did for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, you guys aren't doing your job and then nobody in like district is kind of doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. And so they were just like sitting there not doing their job, not making any sales. And then, so people would slowly leave as their, Uh, agreements were done and over with and then none of our books were getting scheduled and so I was like okay something needs to happen around here and then recently we just got a few new uh, managers which they seem like they're doing a good job so far and actually interested in kind of improving everybody Mm -hmm. because that place really my location really went downhill for a minute there too and um, so we kind of have like a whole swap new of like managers pretty much restarting the place up and now districts there like every single day making sure that um goals are being met and people are being held accountable to what they need to be doing yeah yeah so it's that's, uh, that's what happens in a box gym you know you're not making sales you're yeah. out and next one's in pretty much mm-hmm. that's why how it was at uh, 24 as well but yeah good managers uh, mean mean a lot because they, they can help motivate you keep you moving uh good managers aren't gonna put you down for bad performance some will. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but no, it's it's a good learning experience. I think it's it's a good place to to start. If you're not ready to go independent right away, um, some some graduates have gone independent immediately. You know, not with a whole lot of clients, but now they their their books are full. They're mm-hmm. where they want to be. But you know, going from uh, graduation to a box gym is not a bad idea. Just because you're going to get more experience, you're going to have more people in front of you that you wouldn't have otherwise. Mm-hmm. You're going to get in front of people from different demographics, cultures. You're going to have, you know, people with different different ailments, different injuries, different goals. Um, Meeting new people is actually really cool. I have so many, like, I have a few clients now that have helped me out with, like, just different things that are going on in my life. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of share things back and forth with each other. Yeah. And so this one couple, um, once I told them that I was, like, kind of interested in going back to school, they are like, oh, like, I had questions. And so they were, they were really helping me and guiding me in, like, how to really – know which direction to even go in because it's like when you step into college you know if you don't really have anybody to guide you Mm -hmm. you don't know where to go so I'm just really super uh, like grateful for this couple that I had I had the husband and the wife one time a week and you know I would talk to both of them about what's going on in my life and so they would talk about me in their own time and they're like you know what she's like a really cool um, little girl and um, so yeah just building those type of relationships is so fun and we kind of get to like a give and take of a relationship where I'm providing them with the service and then they're also helping me out too. Mm-hmm. Um, I got another lady who's an accountant too. And I was like, I'm going to need you later. Yeah. I'm keeping your phone number. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. creating those relationships has been like really fun. It is. It, it's, uh, it was unexpected. I think, you know, when I went through the, the, the course, uh, I was told that you're going to, you know, make friends with your clients. Mm-hmm. You're going to build these relationships and all that. And they were hundred percent right. You know, I told when I was, when you were in uh, in the class, I was telling stories about how, you know, my clients and I would do Spartan races. We would do Tough Mudders. Mm-hmm. We would do like client appreciation um, meetings. Well, one of them was at a vineyard. You remember that story? The vineyard. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I invited everybody out to a vineyard in Oregon and uh, paid for it. Yes, actually. Yeah, I yeah. do. Mm-hmm. It was, it's kind of somewhat of a write-off, but that was more expensive <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. But I said, hey, let's all get together. Uh, I'm buying. And of course, there's wine there. Yeah, a and little appreciation for your people who've some been... Some people might have drank a little bit too much wine or had more of the top shelf stuff. And I'm like, ooh, that's going on my bill. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fantastic time. It was awesome. We've done, uh, we've gone to Top Golf before in Oregon, all, uh, all of us together. It, you just you just start to build this community and this culture, mm-hmm. and then that culture and that community just builds as people talk about it. Like this is this is a lot of fun working with this guy or going to his boot camps, and uh, before you know it, you don't need to market anymore because word of mouth is out. If you're doing if you're if you're creating that culture, a good one, mm-hmm. that community, it just it just grows. Yeah, I've really learned that word of mouth has been like such a powerful tool. Because you could post on social media all day long, but you're posting to your same pretty much few hundred followers Mm -hmm. um, that are already in the same community that I'm in. And so I'm not really reaching people outwardly outside of that, you know? Yeah. And so um, I've been stretching this one lady who is so nice to me. Um, She loves me, and I stretch about an hour once a week, and she has suggested me to at least five of her friends they're all saying you know I'll wait after the holidays and stuff but still it's just like having somebody believe in you and mm-hmm. be like I really think that she would be do great for you yeah. that just like means the world you know that somebody wants to suggest you as a as a, a good service you know yeah. mm-hmm. isn't it crazy did you ever see see yourself in a spot where you are the product and people 
you're helping people and you're, and you're getting paid to do so. You're making a living helping people the better lives. Yeah, it doesn't feel that way. I just feel like I'm, it feels good knowing I'm helping people feel better, mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm just like, that's pretty cool. And you're appreciated. And yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to um, kind of sit down at a desk all day. Like, that doesn't mm -hmm. feel fulfilling. No. And, and I like to be active too and moving around. And so it kind of just works, blends well, so good together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you took to uh, going back to when you were in, you took to uh, PNF stretching really quick. I did. It was weird. I'm really good at like hands-on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I even remember um, when we took the final, I remember Chris was like, okay, you're going to have to memorize it from top to bottom. You can keep your list with you, but you're going to have to memorize it from top to bottom. I said, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. Like, how am I going to do that? I got to the final and I did the whole list from top to bottom without looking at my list once. And I was like, did I just do that? <laughs> I did. I did that. I was so I was surprised, but I I took that as like an own little personal accomplishment. Yeah. Um, that my brain was able to like just remember all of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did it as slow as possible <laughs> <laughs> to take thirty minutes because we had we had to do it for thirty minutes, and I did as few as movements as possible and like. Spent, Wait, you only had to do it for thirty minutes? Yeah, we had to we had to stretch our person for thirty minutes, and uh, and so I explained in the beginning and I was like one of the last people to go. So I explained what PNF stretching was to, to my person mm -hmm. and took like five minutes explaining it. And Chris <laughs> is like, all right, all right, let's go, <laughs> let's go. And I'm like, all right. And so I did, I then I did each motion really, really slow. And, and when I got to 30 minutes, I was done. And Chris goes, do the next stretch. And I was like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> That's crazy. He made us memorize the whole thing. So I went through, it took us like an hour so that's what I've been having over reels too. I'm like, you got to memorize the whole thing. I had to do it. You have to do it mm -hmm. too now. And but I mean, everybody does it. You know, it may take a little extra long. It may take some extra time. Yeah. But at least it's assuring that they know the skills. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. You guys got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you can make it as hard as hard as you want to now. Now that you're instructing. I really can, but yeah. I try to make it as like. A, no, I mean, I pretty much follow the same rules, yeah. honestly. I'm kind of too nervous to, like, veer too far. Yeah. But, and still, like, making sure I'm following, like, uh, that they're learning the skills. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I still make them learn uh, all the stretches. And then I go around and, sorry, I have, like, something in my eye. Can you see something? Eyeball. An eyeball, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was I was not in a good mood that day because Chris waited until the day of the class to tell us that we needed to go out in the gym and find someone to stretch. Oh, that's right. And there was a lot of us. There wasn't that many people in the gym. <laughs> and so I had to call in a friend to come in. You had to phone and, a friend. Yeah. And, uh, and so she couldn't get there until two o'clock. Mm. Oh man. So yeah. Yeah. That's the reason why I took my time and did it really slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, why would he wait till the last minute to tell you guys? That's a like a pretty important... It was a surprise. He'd already talked to me about it. I was like, I don't know if that's going to work. Because I don't know how many people out there that are working out want to stop their workout to come in and get stretched. Yeah. Well, there was only like eight total people in the entire gym. And there was... <laughs> that's when it was, I, was like, like still kind of like not that many members there either. There was like 12 of us in the class. Yeah, it was... It, it, I was like, there's no way we're gonna, all going to be able to find somebody to go out to stretch. Mm -hmm. I allow them to just stretch on each other because... If each and every single one of them like went one at a time, we would be there all day long. Yeah. All day long. So it's I'm like, we'll just get half and half of the class. Boom, boom. Get it done. 
Um, it works pretty well when there's an even amount. When it's odd amount, mm-hmm. it's always a struggle, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, he had a stretching. He had four tables going at the same time. So it wasn't like we were doing it individually. Oh, we had four yeah. tables going, and he was walking around between them. But for when I got, when my person finally showed up, it was just me left, and then I think maybe one other person behind me or something. I don't remember, but it was it was very toward the end of the day. So mm. <laughs> those days are long because I also like walk around <laughs> with like a notepad and I like make notes of like maybe some corrections that they need to make. And so my brain, by the end of it, like I'm like constantly like looking around, peeking, 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 looking around. Um, so my brain is like tired by the end of the finals day. Mm, from finals day. yeah, fi- on finals day, because um, there's like, I mean, there's, there's been like uh, six to eight people per um, term each time, mm-hmm. uh, but still trying to like make sure. And then in my head too, I'm like in my head checking off. Okay, they did that one in order. I don't know. I must have a really good like memory, or like a. Maybe a photogenic memory. I don't know. Don't have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, from a graduate now, now you're instructor with us. Mm-hmm. Um, super proud to, and happy to have you because, I mean, it's PNF stretching. Not everybody picks it up that quickly. Everybody understands it to a point, and most people graduate and get their certification uh, within the program. But you picked it up so quick that when I needed a, another instructor for PNF, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to hopefully Emily's up for this. Yeah. And we're so. Glad to have you on board, part of uh, the school. Uh, they're getting a great education with PNF stretching, which is incredibly important to to be able to not just work out your clients, but also stretch them to regain, help them regain, you know, mobility and flexibility within their joints. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of trainers they don't have that skill. They might know like static stretching, a little bit of dynamic stretching. But when it comes to PNF, that's that's the the de facto piece of it. That's where we can really get more mobility mm-hmm. and flexibility out of our clients and help them mitigate pain in, in many cases. So it's a good skill to have. Yeah, for sure. And that like, uh, you really can't get any type of stretch like it by yourself. There's a couple of th- you can do with your arms, but with legs, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's uh, relaxing too. Very much. Yeah. Everyone says they want to take a nap afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know we've got a, a few graduates at least a couple that work at chiropractic offices now, and they just do PNF stretching. Oh, really? That's all they do. Hmm. Yep. So chiropractor adjusts, and then uh, get somebody that's that's doing PNF on them, and and making the physical that way. the physical therapy place said that uh, I could probably do my PNF stretching there too. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, he's like, I'm probably patients that would trust me first. I said that's totally fair. <laughs> I'm just yeah. a newbie to them, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're are you the only one at EOS that's doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice because it's like, um, a lot of their clients they'll see me sh- like other like other personal trainer clients will see me stretching and then they'll be like, okay, well I want to get stretched too, mm-hmm. and then they work with me for a little bit and um and it's nice because then I have like another session in my in my books. Yeah. So. Does yeah. that session with PNF, does that work the same way it would be if it was just personal training? Yeah, it works the exact same way. Okay. So it's not like a different pay or anything, mm-hmm. um, which I try to I try to argue against, but I kind of get shot down every time. It's another skill. Yeah, I know. I'm like, you guys are making more money off of this because you get to sell it, but mm-hmm. that's why I'm trying to go elsewhere. We're working on getting out of EOS, but, you know, it's yeah. a work in progress, and you got to take time to build it up. Move on upward. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Hmm. So NKT, you took that. Anybody that's listened to this podcast has heard me say NKT a few times. Uh, what did you think of that? So when the first time Sky came in and and did her presentation on on neurokinetic therapy, what were your thoughts? Um, man, that was kind of a long time ago. This is like over a year ago now. It was I like I just know I remember thinking that it was like really interesting and Josh was the one that got um, tested he was, on. He was first. Yeah, he was the one that got tested on, and you you claimed that it was great and that you felt the difference in it. And I was like, okay, like it almost this, looked like that was planned, right? Yeah, I'm like, like they had wait, this set up happened? before. This yeah, it is was not real. It was not planned at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, and um, what was her assistant's name? Oh, the one from um, um oh, man. He was great. He was so funny. Uh, it started with an A. Andre, no. Uh, oh, man. I feel so bad. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. He was great, too. Like, he made a great impression, too, in just, like, explaining movements and whatnot. And uh, the way just, like, Sky explained it being better than surgery. You know, you don't have mm. to go that route. And um, In most cases. Yeah, right. In most cases. Um, I don't know, honestly. I can't remember. But I remember being intrigued. And I was like, I'm still taking that class. And then I wanted to take it like back in February and something happened. Nobody told me because um, I thought like we were going to have multiple uh, students going to the class. And mm-hmm. so I was waiting to get like a confirmation on that. And all of a sudden the, ter- the class came and went. And I was like, wait a second, what happened? But uh, she had another one in October, I think it was. So I signed up for that one, got the early bird to sign up. Mm-hmm. And um, mine was my mind was blown. Um, I think I picked it up that one. I picked that up pretty well too, pretty quickly. But I, uh, it was a lot of information also, like a lot of muscle tests and movements. Like yeah. I remember the upper body muscle tests pretty well, and the lower body ones. Man, there's just I learned a lot of new muscles that day. Mm-hmm. That was cool, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like I learned some neck muscles. Yeah. I learned some like some actual adductor muscles, and not just calling them adductor muscles, yeah. you know. So that was cool too. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I've been going to study cases or what is it, study groups for those two yeah. to mm-hmm. like um I went one in person, um, ask Sky's house. I was like, You're doing it at your house? Yeah. So I drove all the way to Sky's house. Um and then yeah, just been practicing. So it's been fun. It's kinda cool when um I actually like perform the protocol on somebody mm-hmm. and they genuinely feel a difference yeah i had this one guy who like he just had major like shoulder surgery and they were like hey you know what we should do we should give you another surgery to clear up all those scar (laughs) tissues and i'm like that just makes no sense to me that's what the doctor said yeah that's what the doctor told him and so you know sky she always says like don't like uh like we can remove scar tissue without having to do any extra surgeries Mm -hmm. and so when he told me all this i was like do you mind if i practice on you like let me just try it out he's like okay yeah we can do that and um so he had two two scars one on the front and one on the back and he was uh, having a hard time rotating or externally rotating right and i'm just sitting there thinking and i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm like what muscle could inhibit maybe that movement and so um i tested a few muscles and it came out the lats were inhibiting you know his externally rotation and so, you know, I did a few beep boop bops, like this guy says, <laughs> and uh, um, released a muscle and had him try it again. And then he was like, oh, my gosh. And he like 
it was a noticeable difference. It's a clear today's noticeable difference that he could fully externally rotate his um, arm. Mm-hmm. And so he even looked at me too, like, what, what was that? And I was like, yeah, magic. Right. Dude. It's freaking magic. Yeah. And, um, uh, so yeah, that was really cool. It was just an experience that I had that really like kind of made me really, uh, want to practice it more, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me too. Yeah. What happened to your, um, neurokinetic therapy? Hmm. Are you still, you didn't you practice it? Well, I did. So I didn't even know anything about it until my director in Portland, uh, I was ta- just talking to him before class one day. And, uh, this is when I was an independent trainer. And he's, he's like, hey, we're bringing on this new thing called uh, NKT. I'm like, I don't know what that is. So he explained it to me uh, as best as he could. Sky still has the best explanation for it. Yes, but I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, he's like, yeah, you should do the next certification. It's coming in here in like a month or so. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's he being the director and, and having everybody come there. He's like, I got one free spot. And I was like, all right. I'll see what this is about. So it was a Saturday and a Sunday. And I just remember uh, the very beginning on Saturday, there, I think there was probably 30 people in the, in the for the certification, people from Alaska, from all over the country. Uh, we had um, chiropractors. We had athletic trainers. We had um, physical therapists. Um, a couple other people specialized in body work that were there. And uh, I was like, wow, I guess the word is out. Whatever this is, people know about it. But that first uh, two hours, I was in my head, wanted to explode. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And they did some, like some, um, they had some uh, volunteers that had some sort of issues come up, and then they would, they would do the the magic, you know, do some muscle testing, and then reactivate inhibited or facilitate inhibited muscles, and then reverse that with with facilitated muscles, and and then before you know it, people were doing things they weren't able to do before. They were free of pain, you know, mm-hmm. with just five minutes. I'm like, okay, this is crazy stuff. I want to know more about this. But I went home Saturday night uh, with a headache because it was just so much to, to absorb. Because we talked about, you know, how we're, how we're – we went over the protocol. And at that time, there was two. I don't know how many there are now. I've been out of the NKT world. There's still two. Is there still two? Okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, I went through it. Um uh, got certified. I did my case study. Um, that was at that time it was sent to David Weinstock. So the man himself, I had to do a case study, videoed and all that stuff. To him? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, he was, I met him twice out there in Portland. He came out there in the beginning. This was, again, this is 13, 14 years ago like now. he's like royalty in that <laughs> to, world. To, to some, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a creator, you mm-hmm. know, so. Um, in my class, when we were going through the certification the first day at the end of it, they said, literally, don't even think about it. Go home. <laughs> like, Layla's like, smoke a joint. <laughs> you know, read a book or something. Yeah. Like, don't, like, Unplug. calm your brain. Don't even think about it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do exactly that. You smoked a joint? I'm going to go home. I'm going to smoke a joint. Yeah. And I'm just going to relax and, like, turn my brain off. Mm-hmm. And um, it was crazy. I came back the first day, and they were right. It really just, like, sunk into the brain. Hmm. like a sponge yeah and um it was really cool to see everybody in the classroom kind of pick it up like you said they're doing things the day before that they couldn't do mm-hmm. um everyone was like feeding off of each other and like everyone has different backgrounds like you're saying as well yeah um everyone had different things to bring to the table when we were practicing and 
different ideas and it was kind of cool to kind of like just mesh back and forth uh, how to go about these protocols and then learning from the instructors too. Um, I followed a few of them on Instagram because they just had so much knowledge to share. Mm-hmm. And now one of them that I follow, I, follow, I am going through his stories all the time. Was it's, I think it's like Dr. Mike or something like that. Um, Dr. Mike, I think it is. He's always sharing like really informational stuff. And I've kind of mm-hmm. actually taken some of that and imported it into my clients too. Yeah. So I met some really interesting people. The guy, the guy that was with her was Ruben. Ruben, that's Ruben. right. I, it was, was from, driving me nuts, and I was like, "What's his name? What's his yes. name?" And I finally thought about Ruben. it. Ruben, isn't he? From, was he from like Ecuador or something? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that guy was. Yeah. Super good energy. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. I didn't mm-hmm. know she was bringing him. Actually, I did. I just didn't know who he was. Mm. I was like, "You're Ruben, cool." He this just be was fun. like so spicy and like <laughs> brought like flavor to the. Yeah. She's too. I mean, what does she always say? She says like, "Choose your flavor," or no, like, "What's your flavor today?" Huh. Doesn't she say something like that? She says a lot I, of things. I don't remember. She does say a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. she's like, pick your <laughs> she flavor does. today. She should be a comedian. Yeah, oh my gosh. She has so many things to say. Just on the top of her tongue, mm-hmm. too. I'm like, you're so quick with it. Yeah. And she started off as a trainer. Yeah, how long ago? Oh, I don't remember. Over, I would say, like 10 plus years ago. Yeah. She just fell into to neurokinetic therapy, and now that's all she does. Yeah, she's a genius at it, too. Yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the kind of people you want to... You want to stay in touch with because I want to be around people that know more than me to make me better. Mm-hmm. You know, so having having Sky at my disposal, um, bringing her in and then hanging out every once in a while, it's really cool. Because uh, sometimes, you know, even though, even if you're an instructor, <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean you know everything. Yeah, for sure. But going back to my first day when when uh, Eric said uh, never stop learning, I, I still apply that today. And as a trainer, you need to continue to to follow education to make you better. With if especially if if you have like a niche, you want to learn everything you can about that niche. And you know, like I didn't have one when I got out. I just happened to my clients. Ninety percent of them were women between 35, 65. I had to learn a lot about hormones. I had to learn. All the, I'm like, I better start studying. Mm-hmm. Most of my clients are women. I don't know anything about childbirth. I should know about pre and post postnatal. You know, protocols, uh, indications, contraindications to trimesters and all that sort of stuff. And I did. So that became my niche without it, you know, without that even being something that I wanted. But it was incredibly fun. I learned a lot going back to, you know, being around different people, being exposed to different people. I learned about quilting from Marsha. And I remember (laughs) I brought up Marsha a bunch of times Mm -hmm. uh, when you were in class. She was, uh, I think she was 82, and she loved to, to quilt. Nice. And I still have three quilts at home for my daughter that she made. One was a Nightmare Before Christmas quilt. Uh, another one, I think it was Winnie the Pooh or something, and then I forget what the other one is. But she made them by hand, and I, I learned about threads and, you know, where to get the best material. And How sweet is that? It's cool. I mean, I know I still don't know how to quilt, but I know about it. You know about it. <laughs> I know? never would have asked. You learn, uh, you know, about gardening and, and you learn about history with some mm-hmm. of your clients because I had quite a few elderly clients. Uh, so I learned a lot of history, and it's just cool. For that hour, you're helping them. It's not just, you know, yelling at them and, like, get moving. You're, you're also just having, a, you know, discussions about life. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And I've learned so many different points of view, and, yes. like, um, it's kind of opened my mind to, like, really think about, like, everyone's point of view and everyone's going through things, and everybody experiences life differently. So it's, like, mm-hmm. kind of takes the stress off myself, too, when it's like, okay, I'm not the only one going through issues. Everyone's got issues going on. Mm-hmm. 
um, everyone's got heartache or also everybody has like um, their ups and their wins too. So yeah. kind of sharing that with everyone and, you know, being with them. I um, also just had um, one of my clients, she just found out she was pregnant. And so I was like, okay, let's build that core up. I got to learn about this too. I've never had a pregnant lady yeah. and um, we're going to learn together with this. So that's been fun too. Cause now I'm like, okay, I'm coming up with all these exciting exercises to like really build her core up and make her still feel like she's being strong, mm -hmm. right? And so that's been fun too, you know? Everyone has so many cool things to like add to the table. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. There's, that's the one thing I miss about doing, uh, you know, being a coach, which I'm not really anymore. I do online training still, but I don't do one-on-ones anymore. I don't have the time for it, but... Mm -hmm. I do miss those relationships. I left everybody back in Portland. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I still still follow them. Um, they have other coaches now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Speaking about, like, online training, I just did – I just finished up a 16-week program with Carly. Um, yeah. I did her, like um, – prep no prep program yes it was definitely more challenging um on the food aspect part of it than mm -hmm. i thought it was gonna be uh because you have to eat a lot you know yeah um you have to eat a lot and you have to eat frequently uh, so let me tell you about like what the program is for it's like what the purpose is um it's like kind of like you're kind of like eating and working out as if you're preparing to be on a stage mm -hmm. for a show without the actual pressures of being on the show mm -hmm. um, or being on the stage, right? And so um, kind of just pushing yourself and seeing, like, what you can do. It was really fun, and um, I felt like I saw a lot of growth in myself, and, like, I made some new habits, but the hardest part was definitely, like, figuring out how to eat so much, you know? And um, six meals a day is a lot. And 165 calories or 165 grams of protein is a lot. Yeah, that's more than you weigh. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I was being stuffed with protein yeah. all day long. Um, you know, and so, but I did see some growth in it. And mm -hmm. so it was fun working with Carly. It just ended on Monday, yeah. actually. So it's a long process of 16 weeks. You know, afterwards, you know, I was kind of happy I did it because. Those weeks, like they say, are going to go by no matter what. Mm -hmm. So might as well do something with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, major shout out to Carly. Um, how do you say her last name? Wilsey. Well, yeah, Wilsey. Yeah. Carly Wilsey. So she's uh, Eli's Eli's wife. Eli's wife at yeah. TG. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's great. Um, super helpful. You know, she was uh, very supportive in everything mm -hmm. that I was going through. Yeah. Um, because like we said, everyone goes through things throughout life. And I didn't know what I was going to embark on in those next 16 weeks. And so uh, we had some ups and downs. But it was fun. And she really helped me get over it and kind of like power through those hard yeah. times. She's a good coach. You know she's, she's a great still, coach. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of coaches in, at TG Mesa that know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I would say uh, of all the places I've been in the Valley or anywhere, um, I'd say one of the best concentrations of great coaches are in TG Mesa. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to also work with her, too, to also learn, like, how she operates as a coach, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Because then I could put that in my own practice. Yep. That's why shadowing is important. Right, yeah. Uh, like, I handed out shadow forms yesterday. Everybody has to have two hours of shadowing, at least two different coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, that way they can see how other coaches go about their business, how they cue, how they teach, um, you know, what their – their favorite modalities are what their philosophies are in training just to to, to see how other people think because sometimes you're going to pick out some things that you're going to carry on with you from from shadowing people uh i think we had to do three 
three hours when I went through the program. And I remember the first time going, wow, I just learned in an hour a ton of stuff. So the coach that I, I shadowed, she was next door as an independent uh, when I was going through the, the program. And I was blown away. I was like, man, you are good. <laughs> I hope to be as good as you someday. Yeah, it was fun. I shadowed um, Adam Santos too one time. I think I shadowed him like like a few times. He let me shadow him for like um, like for each body part. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'm working on legs this day with like this person. Like you can come in. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm there. Um, or like I'm working on chest this day with like Kevin. You want to come mm-hmm. in? I was like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll come in. Yeah. So I learned some cool new movements from him and asked him a ton of as many questions as I could in the time frame that I had without being annoying. Exactly, without being <laughs> annoying too, because they they are also working yeah. hard as well. Yep. And I can't imagine him his brain like kind of shooting back and mm-hmm. forth between us two. But yeah. Super grateful for that as well. He's one of the best coaches I've ever seen. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal at what he does. Seeing how he's transformed mm-hmm. some other women is amazing. Yeah. Oh, in their in their like uh, road to their prep and everything, mm-hmm. it's really cool. His wife is amazing. Crystal. She looks great. She's awesome. Yeah, so such great people there. They are so nice. Yeah. And then Kevin, Kevin, uh, I saw him out in the uh, the floor yesterday training Thomas. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. So uh, apparently they I was supposed to it, like a few times. Well, I was supposed to. Thomas was trying to get me talk me into um, training with Kevin with him. To prep for a show. Oh, yeah. They're Kevin, trying to get everyone on a show. Kevin wants me on a show. Adam wants me to get on a show. Eli's like, why not? And then Gracie, uh, a couple terms ago, mm-hmm. um, she was, she, she, it was both Kevin and Gracie sitting where you're at going, why don't you do one? <laughs> and I'm like, because I'm 50 and I'm not going to wear, <laughs> I'm not going to wear a Speedo. They're like, you don't have to. You can wear board shorts. I'm like, all right. And you're not too That's old. That's not, like, not a, a good enough excuse. You have to think a of a better one. And I had a hernia at the time, which has been repaired. So now I don't have any more excuses. <laughs> but I saw Thomas yesterday. I'm like, dude, you starting without me? And he's like, I tried to get you to do this with me. So Thomas is going to do a show? Yep. So That's he's prepping awesome. for a show and, nice. and Kevin's training him. That's hard. That Doing a show is hard. It's really tough. And, you know, I, yeah. kudos to those who can do it. Um, but it's definitely a lifestyle change. And, and I get it. It's for like only 16 weeks, but still. <laughs> That's a long time. It is a long time. It Doing would, this no prep prep thing was a challenge. I challenged yeah. myself for sure. I would need more than 16 weeks to be ready for stage. Yeah, you probably have to do like a little pre-thing of like getting yourself ready for prep and then like actually diving into prep. Yeah, I would have to sacrifice too many things that I like. But maybe, I don't know. You have to really want it. We'll see. And I if you don't really want it, then I don't why really do it? Yeah, exactly. I don't really want to get on stage. And that's okay. It is okay. <laughs> Tell Kevin that. Right? Yeah. Leave, leave him alone. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure you're a great coach. It's just not for me. Yeah. Not right now. Ever. Yeah. For you, probably, you're like, never, ever. It would be kind of cool to say I've done it and get my picture up on the wall with everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know. Yeah. You can be on their story every day. Could be. Mm-hmm. That's one way you could, you know. Man. It does, it does sound cool. I just don't know if it would feel cool mm-hmm. for that long. Yeah, and then you have to, like, go through, like, a few weeks where you're, like, really fatigued, really tired, like, no fats in your body. I can't be I can't be tired in front of class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I can't do it. I would probably be, like, really angry and grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody that's been on prep that's gone through the, through the, uh, the course have had mood swings. Yeah, but, and I understand it. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah. I get it. You are your body is deficient in some things and that's yeah. okay. 
it's going to make you act like, like that. Like everybody's falling asleep on the floor. Mm-hmm. Kevin fell asleep a couple times uh, <laughs> during prep, and then I you would that. get you get super moody. Uh, Gracie fell asleep a couple times in class, and mm-hmm. sometimes I'd look at her while I'm while I'm going over a, a presentation, and her eyes are just like halfway closed. I'm like, she's suffering so bad, but she. T- Kudos to her. She uh, she'd already done one before. She knew what to expect, and she just embraced the suck during the whole thing. She didn't make any excuses. She still had to do what she did every morning, every afternoon. She had all of her, her meals, you know, weighed, measured, and and she do you know meal prep for the week. And I would walk in with like <laughs> like a muffin from Black Rock and a <laughs> coffee, and I would just walk by her and do this. <laughs> She's like, Mm-mm. I'm like, you're gonna snap. There's eleven weeks. Yeah, I she never was, did. She, I remember her. She was being so good. I had her on a like Instagram, I think, and she would post in the morning at like, I don't know, four a.m. Too early. Yeah. Yeah. On the on the stairmaster. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you. Like, are I just woke up and dedicated. you're already an hour in. And yeah, literally more. Yeah. I don't wake up until like seven. Doesn't it make you feel bad? You're like, what yeah. am I doing with my life? Shouldn't I be on a stair climber at four a.m.? I'm always like, I need to wake up earlier. My life would be so much more. You get more done. I would get so much more done. Mm-hmm. There's just something in me that craves my sleep and just enjoys it so much. It's so yeah. hard to wake up in the morning. That's why yeah. I wanted to be here at eleven thirty. Oh, you wanted to sleep <laughs> in a little longer. <laughs> just like have my time to like yeah. wake up in the morning. But no, now I'm up and ready to go for the day a little yeah. earlier. Did you already work out? No, I'm working out tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a push day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now I have to make my home, my own workout routine since Carly, I'm no longer with Carly. Well, you know what to do. I know what to do. I'm not nervous about it, but I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. It's been since Monday. So, um, mm. um, I like the split she had for me, so I'm going to keep the same split, but, uh, probably just adjust a few of the workouts. Uh, I'm excited though to make my own workouts too, because I was doing the same workouts for 16 weeks total. So like you could definitely see like the progression yeah, you gave a time for it to work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Yeah. A lot I, of people, don't, they don't have a plan. Yeah. They just walk in. They don't have a plan until they walk in, check in, mm-hmm. and then they walk towards the floor, and they're like, yeah, triceps sound good today. Mm-hmm. Like, like, of course I could make my own workout. It'd be super easy. But I still went in this past week and still followed the same plan I had just because it was, like, so routine at this mm-hmm. point. And my brain was like, okay, well, I already know I need to start right here, so I'm just going to start here. Yeah. Yeah. You still need to mix it up, though. I do need to mix it up. Yeah. I do need to mix it up. Um, but, yeah, having a routine is uh, very key, you know, into your workout plan. Plus, it also, then you don't have to think about it later. Like, once you got your routine down, mm-hmm. you don't have to think about it every single time. I hate thinking about it. Yeah, right. That's why I want a trainer hey, to keep me accountable. Did you know I was a trainer? Uh, that's right. You are. <laughs> <laughs> it would make my life easier just knowing that I have somebody that I have to be accountable to. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things mm-hmm. that, you know, we're here for is that accountability it's not just okay do this on this machine or do this with the dumbbell or the barbell it's also for accountability if i felt i feel like if i had one that i'd be more accountable and i would make less excuses to get out of it not that i don't like going but i always have other things on my mind that i'm like i need to get this done or i need to get this done and that usually goes by the wayside um so if i had somebody they helped me be accountable and kevin's already said he would and to the point where he took me very seriously and was texting me daily saying, did you work out yet? I was like, dude. He's on it. He was. And I, told him, I told him to stop. I'm like, enough, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three times a day for like a week. Wow. He's like, did you work out today? Did you work out today? I'm like, you're going to be a good coach. Yeah. <laughs> That's dedication. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't think I would do that every single day. 
Why, I'm, once a day, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe remind him. Be like, hey, have you worked out yet today? <laughs> That's just a lot, I think. Oh. But yeah. I guess it would be helpful for somebody that really needed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did this get started for you? Like, why did you de- decide to attend MPTI Arizona? Mm, yeah, that's a great question. So I I got into working out originally uh, to kind of grow confidence in myself and because uh, I wanted to feel comfortable in my own body, right? And I didn't for a lo- the longest time. And so I wanted to kind of... The way that I felt that I could achieve that was by going to, like, I told myself, I was like, the only way I'm going to be able to do this is if I go to the gym and I actually start eating. Like, something, like, clicked in my brain. And so, because I've always been very thin my whole life. And I just have had, like, this inner want to be big and to be strong and to be powerful. But I'm looked at as, like, a very small and petite person. And so, like, I've had this inner battle. And uh, so I started working out and... I kind of knew some things, you know, I was kind of following TikTok and I <laughs> as you were going for information. Yeah, I yeah. was. I was going to TikTok for Perfect. my information, um, kind of following it. And then, you know, I thought to myself, I was like, I don't know, like, I want to learn more. I kind of want to learn more about like, what am I doing? I want to be able to visualize the muscles on the body. Mm-hmm. And so I already knew that kind of like online book work was not my best way to learn. So that's when I kind of went Google searching onto uh, the internet and I found NPTI. Like you guys were like probably like the second or third one that popped up. Mm-hmm. And I researched it. And I, at first my parents were like, is this legit? Is this real? <laughs> like you just clicked on some ad on you on Google. Like I was like, I don't know. I'm going to go in for a tour though, though and like see how it goes. And so... You know, I came in, I met you, and I really saw, I was like, this is really in a gym. And there's literally a classroom right there. Like, this yeah. is exactly what I need in order to feel like I'm getting an education and learning and, like, being able to not only sit down and learn it, but then being able to then apply it. Like, this was, like, the perfect combination mm-hmm. that my brain needed. And so this really started with, like, I just want to learn how to work out for myself and how to make myself better. Uh, and so um, then going through the process and going through the schooling. And then I didn't realize how many aspects were actually put into the schooling of like business and all this Mm. extra stuff. And so I was also working at Starbucks at the time too. And I was getting to the point where like, I felt like I reached my peak at Starbucks. I had been working there for four years. I kind of accomplished quite a few things there. I got to the highest position that I personally wanted to go into. Like I didn't want to move up any higher into management because that just kind of, I saw how it consumed their lives. And yeah. that, I, I saw it and I was like, I don't want to live that life. What kind of life do I want to live? And so I knew that I enjoyed being healthy, being active. Um, and so I was like, why don't I become a personal trainer? That's something that I feel like I enjoy doing right now. Mm-hmm. Why not make that like my job? Yeah. So it kind of paired good once like I knew that you guys had like the business side of it too. And so I was like, okay. I'm going to do it then. I'm going to become a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. And so then that's how I kind of got into NPTI. Like that was like my thought process all the way through it. Uh, and it's worked really well. Um, I've made some, I've progressed over the years. So like I started working out in like 2019. Um, I was at Planet Fitness. I had a coach that would just send me workouts once a week. 
uh, there were different workouts every single week uh, with like 10 workouts on them. I didn't know how to eat properly. Like I was trying to eat more, but I didn't really know how to eat. And so it's kind of running in circles there, not really seeing any growth. Um, and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So that kind of took me out of commissions, out of the gym. I tried doing at-home workouts, but it just wasn't the same. No. Um, it wasn't that great. So then going into like mid-2021, uh, I got back into the gym at Planet Fitness. And then I was like, you know what? I think it's time to like upgrade it a little bit. So we're going to go into EOS. And then that's when I got into EOS. And t- then that I really started taking it more seriously, like at towards the end of 2021, 2020, 2022. Um, and then I kind of just like full head-dived first into it. And yeah, so now mm-hmm. here I am. Crazy. Um, you know, took the class. Felt like I learned a lot. It stuck in my brain. Became an instructor. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it all stemmed from wanting to change my career path and knowing that I had reached my peak at Starbucks. Yeah. So that's what I did. Yeah. And I didn't want to work. I didn't want to work at a desk job either. So I, I was like, that's off the line. Me neither. That's not happening. No. Um, I don't want a hip replacement at 50. So mm-hmm. Don't want that either. Uh-uh. A lot of my clients, they need hip replacements yeah. or have had some. At least that's what they're told. Right. Yeah. Who knows what they really need? They need exercise, actually. What am I saying? They need to, like, get up and move need around. Move. Um, maybe walk sideways. That's uh, that's that's what happened to me. I was working. You already know my story. Working for Coca-Cola. Yeah. Uh, I was as a sales rep for God, 11, 12 years or something like that. Hated my job. Wanted to do something fulfilling for once and do something fulfilling uh, that was also uh, a good living. And it just so happened that this fit the bill. I didn't know it was going to, but I rolled the dice like a lot of people do to, to change industries. And uh, I couldn't think of doing anything else. It's being able to help people the way that we can mm-hmm. in ways that, you know, many doctors can't or many people of specialization in that in that uh, industry can't. Because uh, we can help people not just physically but mentally as well. Yeah. The more tools you get, the more you're able to help people. You know, like our next, next guest is going to be Melissa. She's uh, holistic in nature. She does a lot of things that are, you know, in that that, that arena, like breathing, uh, meditation, acupuncture, mm. stuff like that. These are things that a lot of people don't even think about doing that would help them. So having an open mind is is imperative to, to figuring out what will and what won't work for you because it's not all about just lifting weights right. and nutrition. There's a lot of other elements to, to health wellness. So, well, cool. Um, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram. Uh, my handle is emilyperez.fit underscore. That's my Instagram handle. Uh, yeah, I really only post on Instagram. So yeah. there. Should I put my email too? No. No, okay. Well, do you have your email on, on your landing page? Um, I have my email on my Instagram page. That works. That works. Okay. That's good enough. Yeah. Look in my bio. Yep. Link in bio. Uh <laughs> Yeah, another place you can find Emily is on uh, oh, the wait. website, yeah. mptiarizona.com. Uh, we do have a list of trainers that are hireable. Um, they've all graduated. Uh, it's a landing page for everybody that we create. That way you don't have to even think about that. Once you graduate, you've already got a landing page to send people to. So if you want to check out uh, Emily, uh, go to MPTI Arizona, go to personal trainers, click on that, find Emily. You'll see your bio there. You'll see your number probably uh, if you posted that. Whatever you've got on there. If you want to contact Emily, you can do it there. She's a PNF stretcher. You'll feel better than you ever have mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in your mm-hmm. life, probably. And she can also get you to your goals. So, Emily, it was great having you on finally. Thank you for having me here. I'm really excited about your future. 
Um, all we care about here is just your, your guys' success every way we can, we can help with that. So I'm glad that you're in this industry. We need more people like you. Thank you. And uh, it was great seeing you. Nice. I'll well, see thank you again you. next week. All right. All right, guys. Bye. Later.